an event occurs. Such readings have provided very specific signposts, helping clients become aware of upcoming issues or events along the way. I was born and raised in Los Angeles. I grew up around my Aunt Dorothy, a spiritual reader for over 50 years, and my mother's friend, Rachel, a card reader. My childhood gift of sight was very clear to everyone except me. In my early teens, I was introduced to the legendary psychic Peter Herkos, who in 1964 had worked on the Boston Strangler case, and psychic and astrologer Jean Dixon, who had famously predicted the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. On sight, they recognized and nurtured my psychic gifts, helping me to grow as a person and teaching me to trust what I saw in my readings. Over the years, Peter and Jean exhibited a deep and abiding trust in my gift, repeatedly referring many of their longtime clients to me for readings. We remained good friends for the remainder of their lives. It started out with simple things in everyday conversations, no big revelations. Then quite literally, no matter who I was talking to, I would unconsciously start giving them a reading as my gift took over every word that came out of my mouth. I couldn't help but notice the startled looks on people's faces after a 10 or 15 minute conversation. They would stare at me and say, how did you know that? I was already very shy, so freaking people out just by talking was driving me crazy. I had no idea how weird this was for people, to meet some young girl who knew intimate details about them and spoke to them like she was living their life. I was just being myself without realizing that whatever I was saying was completely unnerving to almost every person I spoke with. I couldn't open my mouth without predictions falling out. Whether it was about someone's life or the world in general, I couldn't imagine what was happening to me and what I was supposed to do with all of the information I was receiving about people. When I was 12, I was recommended to a reader who had repeated many of the predictions I had made to a mutual friend over breakfast. She finally put a name to what was going on with me. She told me that I was a psychic and that I would be doing the work. I came to find out that the work meant I would be giving readings and that my life's work would be in spiritual practices. I was sure she was wrong. I had been around psychics since I took my first breath, and I thought that I knew what a psychic was. My readings were nothing like my Aunt Dorothy's or my mother's friends or the way my mother's intuition was exhibited. And though I had already started giving readings, the only people I would even agree to read for were other psychics, because I absolutely refused to accept the fact that being a psychic was God's plan for me. Shortly thereafter, my world simply fell apart. Major health, family, and money issues engulfed every part of my life. Finally, I asked God if he was mad at me. The answer came through a friend when she said, Karen, you keep asking God to show you the door. You're standing in it. Open your eyes. It was the beginning of my life. Over the years, I came to understand why for so many years throughout my childhood, I had simply refused to accept 
that I was psychic. Because my gift has always been there, and it is all I have ever known. The information about other people's lives has never come to me like a bolt out of the blue, or watching a television screen, or some other unusual out-of-the-normal experience. When a client calls for an appointment and sits across the table from me, it is as though I quietly step into their life for the duration of their reading. I have always described what a reading feels like for me as being there, with the client, in the client's life. I see what the client sees and will see, feel what they feel and will feel, and experience what they are experiencing and will experience. I am not looking at something outside of myself. It is as though I am right beside them, seeing and experiencing what they are seeing.